Growing up, if you didn't get the right support to work through feelings such as disappointment, shame, or rejection, then you might become scared of these emotions or even believe that you won't be able to handle them, which obviously is not true. Because today I'm going to teach you how to reparent yourself to sit with and actually feel your feelings the right way so that you can release these feelings from your body. Hi, I'm Gloria Zhang, and after 10 years of struggling in toxic relationships, I attracted the love of my life by healing my inner child. This podcast is your weekly dose of my expertise as a therapist and dating relationship coach for high achievers. Learn tips to overcome low self-worth, emotional baggage, and childhood trauma so that you too can step into your power and attract the love you desire. Welcome to the Inner Child Podcast. Welcome back to the Inner Child Podcast. My name is Gloria Zhang, therapist and inner child coach, and I'm here to help you overcome childhood wounds and heal from people-pleasing and low self-worth. Now, if you didn't get the emotional coaching from your parents that you needed, or if you grew up feeling dismissed, made to feel ashamed, told not to cry, told not to be angry, or felt criticized or made fun of, then you are not alone. Welcome to the club. You are all welcome here. Today is all about helping you get what you didn't get as a kid, which is really that emotional coaching to deal with big, scary feelings and learn how to reparent yourself so that you can master your emotions and feel free of the burden of being afraid of your emotions. You know, a lot of our parents couldn't even deal with their own feelings. And so what happens is they become uncomfortable with their children's feelings, or they might sort of project their own beliefs onto them. So this is why this happens. But you know what? You are here, you're doing the inner work, and you are paving the way for a brand new way of being in tune with yourself. So often I hear people saying, Hey, Gloria, I am feeling my feelings, but it's still not making them go away. So usually what's actually happening here is you're not really feeling your feelings. And what I mean by that is you're not surrendering to your feelings, but you're kind of just sitting in your feelings and resisting them at the same time. So you're kind of like in this limbo stage where you're feeling them, but you're kind of pushing or trying to change them at the same time. And that's not what feeling your feelings means. And of course, it's not your fault because you didn't grow up with any examples or role modeling or anyone teaching you how to do this. So I'm going to teach you how to do this today. Now you can think about resisting feelings like quicksand. If you're just lying there and you're fighting the quicksand, well, the more that you fight it, the quicker you're going to sink. Now, if you're lying there with your feelings and you're crying, but at the same time, you're judging your feelings and you're having thoughts such as, oh, I hate feeling this way. This feeling is stupid. Why can't I stop feeling this way? Then that emotion is going to persist. So remember the phrase, what you resist will persist. And that's because emotions are actually experienced in the entire body. And unless we let the emotion run its full course, it's actually just going to keep coming back. 
Okay, and so I'm going to explain what's actually happening in your body and why this happens, because there's actually a biological reason for it as well. Now, by understanding the difference between surrender and resistance, that's really the key to learning how to actually feel your feelings and move through them. And if you listen all the way until the end in the call to action, I'm going to share an activity that actually helps you reparent your inner child and learning how to get through these feelings. Now, of course, understanding the difference is really important, but it's only just the tip of the iceberg of the entire process of working through these tough feelings. And as I said in the last episode, my upcoming inner child program is coming out this summer. It's a combination of a DIY course as well as monthly coaching with myself in a group of other like-minded folks where you'll be working directly with me. We're going to be covering all the different principles of inner child healing. And we're actually going to be going through some of these exercises together with that entire process of feeling your feelings, moving through your feelings, and releasing them from your body. So it's really, really exciting. I've been putting so much work into this and I can't wait for you to join. If you want to get on the wait list, just go to bygloriazang.com slash waitlist or click on the link in the show notes. If you get on the waitlist, you will get an exclusive $50 off when we finally launch this summer. You can Instagram me or email me if you have any questions about the program, but I'm so super excited to bring this to you. There's nothing like this on inner child work that I know of. So I'm really excited to be bringing that to you. Okay, so we have to understand what our emotions are for. Our emotions are like a compass in life. Feelings themselves are not bad. It's just the judgment of our feelings that's making it feel worse somehow. So there's a lot of deep unlearning that we have to do around emotions here because these beliefs are perpetuated through our family lineage. And it's also perpetuated in society where we've somehow made some feelings good and some feelings bad. But the thing with feelings is they're so important for our survival. And our feelings are also the doorway to our authentic self and understanding what really lights us up and what fulfills us. So you can think of it like this, a compass or a stoplight you know, happy feelings are green light. It's safe to go. Scared feelings are red light. They tell us that something is not for us. And so if we're rejecting certain feelings, then we're not fully experiencing the full range of our emotional system, of our compass in life. And if you didn't get the support growing up, you might actually believe that once you dip into a quote-unquote bad feeling, that's going to last forever. So I want to sort of clear this up once and for all, that no matter how scary or intense a feeling might be, the peak intensity of that feeling will not last forever because your body physiologically cannot sustain the energy to produce that intensity. So just to give you an example, when you're like running or something, or if the thermostat is set really high and you feel really hot, after a while, your body will self-regulate by producing sweat to make you calm down. And also, if you've stayed up night after night, like without a wink of sleep, eventually your body will self-regulate and you'll just crash and fall asleep, right? 
So the body itself has a natural intelligence, and it will regulate itself, including your emotions, because emotions are not just things floating in the air, right? Emotions are a state that your body produces. So your body will actually produce specific hormones and neurotransmitters to produce these feelings, like adrenaline to get you going. Cortisol, like stress, right? Stress is actually a hormone in your body. Dopamine or serotonin, all these big fancy words, right? And so after a while of that peak intensity of emotion, your body's going to run out, okay? And so you cannot actually feel that intensely for approximately maximum one and a half hours. And so if emotions are going to run their course, you can think of it like a mountain, right? Like it's got to go up before it naturally goes down. And so that's why every time you resist or shut down or suppress a feeling when it's still at its peak, that feeling will actually keep coming back over and over again because you've interrupted that natural process. You haven't actually allowed that feeling to run its entire course, go through the peak and eventually go down again. Sort of like when you're hot and then you cool down or when you're exhausted and you'll naturally fall asleep. There's like this intelligence, this body rhythm that you have to go through. It's also why you tend to feel really tired after a big cry, right? Because your body's run out of those hormones that are actually producing that emotion. And honestly, I really wish that we could teach this stuff in school. I mean, if you think about it, this is very basic emotional regulation stuff. And when I learned about this the first time, you know, in therapy school, I was so shocked. I literally didn't know this. My parents have a hard time dealing with their feelings. And so I didn't have anyone coaching me through my feelings. You know, I grew up believing that crying is really bad because my parents were very uncomfortable with crying themselves. And when I would start to cry, they just say like, stop it, stop crying. So I grew up feeling really ashamed about crying. And so what would happen was every time I felt that bubble in my chest, you know that feeling when your eyes start to well up and you get that burning sensation? Like I would just suppress it, like push it down to make it stop. And of course, emotions stay in your body. So that feeling will kind of manifest out in different ways. Like you might just suddenly, you know, get really pissed off about something small later on, but it's actually that earlier emotion finding a different outlet to express itself. And so, of course, as I was learning to reparent myself, I would just let myself have these deep, good cries and comfort myself through these cries. And then, of course, surprise, surprise, usually not even an hour and a half afterwards, like sometimes even just 30 minutes afterwards, I would just feel better. I'd feel totally exhausted, but I would feel better. And every time I practice allowing myself to cry, the amount of time it would take me to get to the end would get shorter and shorter. And eventually, I didn't have all this resistance built up inside me. It was almost like this backlog of crying was just finally coming out from years and years of repression. And you can get there too, because the concept of this, right, the principle of feeling your feelings it's actually quite simple now that I've sort of explained it using these analogies, right? 
So I hope this is starting to make a lot more sense because we're about to get to the call to action, which is an activity that I love to recommend to my clients, and I hope it will help you as well. All right, call to action number one: Let's get our beliefs straight. Right? Remember that emotions are just a compass in life, and there is no such thing as a bad feeling. Crying does not make you bad. Anger does not make you a bad person. Right? These are just feelings that are telling you if you're moving closer towards what's in alignment with you, or if you're moving away from. Also, crying is natural. Crying actually releases stress hormones from your body through your tears. So that's very interesting, right? <laughs> and if you identify as a man and you're listening to this, crying is natural in all genders, right? This is not a gendered thing, no matter what you identify with. So give yourself full permission to feel all the colors of the rainbow, and give your inner child permission to feel it all as well. Number two is our activity, which is called the crying day, or a feeling day if crying is not your thing. So you're actually going to schedule an evening where you're going to let yourself cry during this crying day, and you're going to prepare some comfort items for yourself, such as a blanket, tea, soup, music, a journal to write, and to block out that time. Into the evening, so that you can transition from your crying or feeling day into sleep. And what this time is for is a contained, specific time where you're going to allow yourself to surrender and feel those feelings. Now, you can use sad music or movies to activate those feelings. And when the tears or those scary big feelings start to come up, you're going to notice how you react to them. Right now, instead of pushing them away or judging yourself or trying to change those feelings, you're going to practice hugging yourself in your bed and like actually wrapping your arms around yourself and comforting yourself while you're feeling those feelings. So you're going to say to yourself and talk to your inner child and say things such as, "It's okay, honey. Let it out. It's okay to feel your feelings." Everything is going to be okay, and you're not going to judge your feelings, and you're not going to change your feelings. You're going to let the feelings run its course, and you're going to remind yourself that feelings are natural. Your parents were only projecting what they knew, right? That's only what they knew, and that you know better, and that you are strong, and you can handle those big feelings. It's not true that we can't handle these things. We can, because when we're feeling these feelings, we are letting the emotions leave our bodies, and that they will not last forever. And that at maximum, the intensity peak will only be about one and a half hours at maximum. And so you can actually imagine the energy of the emotion leaving through your tears, leaving through your crying, or however it is that you want to express these emotions through journaling, through dance, through breathing, and then you're going to pay attention to when things start to feel better as well. And that's the exercise on feeling and releasing those emotions. If you tried this or you found this helpful, just take a screenshot of this episode. Put it in your stories or post or whatever on Instagram, and you can actually mention me at by Gloria Zhang or send me a DM. 
I always love to hear from you, and I love responding to all the DMs as well. Now, if you want to learn some exact affirmations, some more activities, or even the entire crying day routine that I recommend, make sure to get on the waitlist for my upcoming program on inner child healing. Where, as a group with other like-minded folks, we'll actually be doing the crying days together, and you'll have my support, and you'll also have the group support in working through these feelings as they come up. Because, of course, sometimes it's hard working through these things by yourself. And with my support and with the group support, you'll have a community to help you work through these feelings. So again, that's bygloriazang.com/waitlist or link in the show notes. So that's it for today, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And if you give me a five-star rating on the podcast, that really helps me a lot to reach more people. I will actually also send you the free inner child starter kit if you write a five-star review as well. And I will see you in the next episode. I've just moved into my brand new condo this week, so I've got some more cleaning up to do. Thank you so much, everyone. Mwah! See you in the next one. If you love this episode, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star review. It really helps me a lot. So thank you. To join the community and get your daily dose of inner child tips, follow me on Instagram and social media at bygloriazang or visit bygloriazang.com. If you're a high achiever or an entrepreneur who wants to work with me, message me the words high achiever and I'll get in touch. Thanks, bestie. See you in the next one.